Welcome back to the Faith Friday Podcast. I'm your host, Jordan Summers, and today I'm sitting here with alumni, alumnus, <laughs> Karis Marie Ball. Do you prefer Karis Marie or Karis Ball? Or? I don't really like Karis Ball, Okay, but that is my name, so I'm used to it. Well, so that's okay. fair. <laughs> so how's the graduate life for you, Karis? It's good. It is a new season of life. It's something I definitely thought I was ready for. And now that I'm in it, think maybe I wasn't quite ready for this. <laughs> well, well, fair. You, you started your postgraduate life right when COVID hit. Mm-hmm. So Very that, true. you know, that's a little bit different than, you know, non-COVID. Right. <laughs> um, regular stuff. Yeah, regular stuff. Whatever regular looks like. Whatever that's supposed to mean for a postgrad. So right now you are currently the worship director mm-hmm. at the Free Methodist Church here basically on campus. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, so how has that been going for you, especially with COVID and everything? Yeah. How has that kind oh, of man. looked for you? <laughs> well, first off, I, I love that church. I love mm-hmm. the staff and the leadership at that church. So I'm very, I have a great support system, let's say mm. that, because one, they're taking a chance hiring me as fresh out of college youngster Mm -hmm. to lead worship for a congregation um, that is typically a couple hundred, you know. Um, But then with COVID, yes, everything shrunk a little bit. That is a couple hundred in in people and numbers of people showing up, not a couple hundred in age. Oh, no, no, no. A couple number, yeah, yeah, in population, yeah. You don't have like people that are 206 coming in. (laughs) No, no. Um... But yeah, with COVID, it's been it's been tough. It's been an experience, a learning curve for sure. Um, just been trying to stay optimistic, stay um, encouraged. Yeah. Um, understanding the situation um, that COVID is just a situation and a circumstance that is unfortunate, um, and so it has affected um, the ministry in certain ways. But um, it's still good. The Lord is still moving. The Lord is still um, on the throne. So, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. So, what brought you to Central? Wow, four years ago. <laughs> um, so this is a crazy story, and some people know my story, some people don't. Um, but my parents uh, actually both came to Central as students way back in eighties, nineties. Yeah, eighties. Mm-hmm. They graduated, I think, in eighty nine. And, um, Before most of us were conceived. <laughs> <laughs> True. And um, anyway, so then after graduation, they actually worked at the school. And my dad was a mm. uh, men's head soccer coach. He coached men's and women's tennis. And my mom was the RD of Klein Hall, um, which was a women's dorm. And uh, yeah, so I actually grew up as a little kid running around campus, kind of like Axel Gardner does. Yeah. Um, and everybody knew me, and I had my favorite college babysitters, you know. And then I had my least favorite college <laughs> babysitters. Uh, actually, Would you uh, care to share? I was going to say, actually, uh, uh, Cole Oren was a student at the time when I was a little kid, and Zach Fleming, Pastor Zach, mm. he was a student as well, Jake Kaufman. So um, anyways, coming back when I started to look for colleges, Central just kind of seemed like I was coming home. Mm. It made a lot of sense. Um, I liked that it was a private institution, and mm. I liked that it was small in population and number. I was not cut out for a huge state school when I was 18 years old. So, yeah. yeah there you go. That's how I got here. So you just came back. I did. Came back home. Yep. That's awesome. Yep. 
So you've shared how you came to Central. Mm-hmm. So now can you maybe share how you came to Jesus? How'd you come to know the Lord? Yeah, yeah. So I grew up in a Christian home. I grew up mm-hmm. uh, going to church every Sunday, every Wednesday, went to all the VBSs, um, church camps, all that good stuff. And I grew up with parents that were intentional about my walk with the Lord. It wasn't just, hey, let's go to church. It's Sunday we go to church. But it was, hey, we're at home. Let's let's pray and let's sit down together. Hey, mom has a headache. Let's pray for healing over her head. Like we were very, they were very intentional when I was little. And um, I had every reason to believe that I was a follower of Christ and that I was in relationship with him. Mm-hmm. Um, but it wasn't until I was 15 actually. And I was at a youth camp again and the spirit of the Lord just came over me mm-hmm. and he reminded me of a scripture that I had heard um, in Matthew 7 when the Lord is speaking and he says, many will say to me on that day, did we not prophesy in your name? Did we not cast out demons in your name? Mm-hmm. And I will say to them, away from me, you evildoers. And I do not know you. And um, the Lord just really hit me hard and was like, Karis, I don't know you. I don't know you intimately. I don't know you personally. Mm-hmm. And I am not a God that wants to reign from afar. I want to be the Lord of your heart, the Lord of your spirit, the Lord of your your life and you need to surrender and it was it was such a humbling experience in that moment of having to tell my friends and family who believed I was a saved Christian you know Mm -hmm. I'd gone on mission trips before this and I was like it had finally become real and it was no longer just a head knowledge but it was a heart knowledge as Mm -hmm. well and that from that moment on my life changed and um the Lord began to do things in my life that he hadn't done before. Mm. I was being used by the Spirit. My giftings were starting to show and come about, mm-hmm. and um, my passions and desires were starting to align, and um, the Lord really started to do some really cool stuff. And so, yeah, that's that's when I came to know the Lord. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, that, that verse in, in Matthew 7, that is, to me, that's the most terrifying scripture and all of the Bible mm-hmm. um, because you have people who prophesying and like doing these miraculous things in Jesus name, but they still don't have a relationship with Jesus. And, mm-hmm. and like, that, that's just a terrifying thought. Like I could mm-hmm. be doing all this stuff for God. And then it turns out, Oh, I actually didn't really ever know the Lord. I didn't actually have a relationship with him. And I think the most terrifying word in that most terrifying passage is the word many. And I, like that just, when I was reading through the Bible the first time myself, I remember reading that and that hit me pretty hard too. I was like, whoa. And it was like between that and when James in, in his letter, when James says, you know, even the demons believe, you know, what good does that, mm. you know? Yeah. Um, but it's, you know, let me see, let me see your faith. Right. Um, so that's, yeah, I, I think there is some level of, security that we should have like about our faith and about our relationship with the Lord. But I think there does need to come a point when we have to say, step back and say, well, hold on. Am I, am I actually in relationship with the Lord or, um, am I just kind of, you know, going through the motions, going through the motions, doing the Christian thing, mm-hmm. you know, got my Bible, I go mm-hmm. to church on occasion and, um, or maybe you can go to church all the time and not have a relationship with the Lord. Mm-hmm. It's, 
Yeah, I think that that's a that's a really valuable, beautiful testimony. Um, I had a similar experience where I was kind of raised as a Christian, and so yeah. yeah. So how how would you can can you talk a little bit more about that relationship? How what does your walk with Christ look like? How do you stay anchored in Him? Mm, yeah. So honestly, it I think sometimes you go through seasons. Um, in your life and in your relationship with the Lord. And so sometimes um, there's seasons where my my study, I spend like hours studying the Word. Mm-hmm. And then there's other seasons where maybe I'm not spending as many hours studying the Word, but my prayer life is going like crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think ultimately the obvious Christian cliche answer is, oh, I spend time in the word and I do my devotionals every day and I pray to Jesus. (laughs) And it's, I mean, those are all good things and you want to start your day off right um, Mm -hmm. on the right foot, asking the Lord to go before you that day and to have his way in your life. But um, for me right now, I think a big change from when I first came to know the Lord to where I am now Mm -hmm. um, is the intimacy level that I have with him Mm -hmm. and my prayer life. Um, I started off, I was, I mean, like, I think many people are, um, but they're nervous and I was nervous to pray out Mm. loud, especially in front of other people. Um, and the Lord knows your thoughts. So I thought, why do I need to pray out loud anyways? Um, but there's something that's very empowering about praying and speaking the name of Jesus aloud, um, is a powerful, powerful thing. Um, and so anyways, my prayer life is definitely a way that I stay anchored in the Lord. Um, and I think also ultimately um, having those friendships and relationships around me where they're like-minded mm. and they want to serve the Lord as well and they want to honor the Lord and they challenge me to be better, to um, to keep growing in my walk, mm-hmm. to keep learning they hold me accountable to say no to temptations, um, to mm. say no to the sin. And I've gone through seasons where I have people in my life where they don't really do that for me. And when you look back now, hindsight 2020, you see where my relationship was lacking. My relationship mm. with the Lord was lacking. And now you look back at the relationships, man, that was a great friendship. She was challenging me. Um, we did Bible studies together together. And I grew so much in that time and we were doing ministry together, like that kind of thing. Um, so I think relationships are a huge way to stay anchored in your relationship with the Lord. Mm. Yeah. Amen. Yeah, you you mentioned, you know, there was kind of like you had kind of that awkward phase when you came to know the Lord of praying out loud. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a bit of an awkward phase where I, I had um, cause you know, you come to know the Lord and you spend time in the word and it's just this great, awesome time. And you, it's like, Oh, I don't want to leave this time with the Lord, mm-hmm. but you have to get on with the activities for the day. So I had this, I had this weird thing where I, I would have, you know, my time with Jesus and then the rest of my day. Mm-hmm. And what I've kind of come to know now is that those are not separate things. Like mm-hmm. my devotions and my Bible reading and my prayer life. Right. Are you know that that's not like that's not the entirety of my relationship with the Lord, and that's something I didn't really understand at first. Um, did did you have that kind of like awkward like that phase of like you you think that oh this is my time with God and not really carrying your walk with Him throughout the rest of your day? 
Yeah, I mean, I just think that what you said was such good truth, that um, he's not just a God in this moment. We start my day, and then, okay, you put him on the shelf. You're mm-hmm. done until tomorrow morning. That's not how it works. He is a intimate God. He wants to know you intimately. He wants you to continue learning and learning about him, growing closer to him, knowing him more and more each day. Mm-hmm. I think that's the big thing is that you don't you don't reach a level where, okay, you know God and you're done. Mm-hmm. No, you're continually discovering more and more of who he is every single day. Mm-hmm. And and he wants to walk through your day with you. Mm-hmm. And so like what you said, he wants when you when you make decisions in life pray about it. Ask mm-hmm. the Lord, what's his plan? What does he want? Um, when you're about to enter into a relationship with someone, pray about it. Seek the Lord. Amen. Ask him about it. <laughs> um, anything like that. Um, any big decisions, all that kind of stuff, where mm-hmm. you're going to go to school. Should you transfer? Should you stay put? Mm-hmm. Pray about it. Seek the Lord. Mm-hmm. He wants to give you guidance and counsel. Mm-hmm. Amen. And to walk with you through those through those decisions, through those moments. You know, I I think of the passage, and I can't think of specifically where it's at, but I think of the passage that where we are admonished to pray without ceasing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you kind of, at first you read that and you think, oh, I can't literally pray without ceasing. I can't um, close my eyes in the middle of traffic while I'm driving and start praying. And then I, I nowadays I read that, and I actually think that's way more literal then we take it. I think the problem is how we think of prayer. Oh yeah. Because I, I think when we when we really understand prayer and what that really looks like, I think we really can learn to pray without ceasing mm-hmm. and walk with God. You know, even in the really mundane moments. You know, you're washing dishes. That's that's what Brother Lawrence did. He his relationship with the Lord was strong when he was just washing dishes. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's that's something really valuable. Mm-hmm. So, well, and I think prayer too is um, what's on your heart, mm-hmm. um, what the Spirit is laying on your heart. And mm-hmm. one thing I heard Pastor Kessler at the Mac Free, what he said was, there's a lot of people that think their prayer life is just really non-existent. They don't really like to vocalize and mm-hmm. pray their prayers out loud, but they just love listening to worship music and they listen to it all the time. And ultimately. If that's the prayer of your heart is what you're declaring in those songs, that's that's prayer as well. Like that do you understand? Does that make sense? Yeah, no, yeah. No. So yeah. so actually it's really interesting that you say, Do you understand? Yeah. There was a um I wanna say it was Mother Teresa who was in this interview. Um it, it might have been a different it, it might have been a different um believer, but basically she was in this interview with Dan Rather. And um, Rather asks her, so when you pray to God, what do you say? And she responded, I don't say anything. I listen. Hmm. And so Rather is like, like, is like, okay, let me rephrase the question. Let me reframe the question. When you pray, what does God say? And so she says, he doesn't. He listens. <laughs> and so he rather didn't know how to continue the conversation. And so she adds, and if you don't understand that, then I can't explain it to you. Whoa. <laughs> and I, I just, I've really learned how to sit 
in silence and I've had to learn how to sit in silence and like let myself be bored and just be in the presence of the Lord, not expecting to necessarily like hear anything, but to just sit and be with God. Mm-hmm. Um, not, not saying anything, not trying to like get my will to be done, not trying to like strong arm, arm him and, or put in the coin like a vending machine or anything, not trying to get something out of him, but just like learning to be there with him. Mm-hmm. I, I think of it like you sit with a, you know, you have those friends that are such good friends that you can just sit with and be with and not say a word for hours. But, you know, maybe you're like you're doing homework or something and they're like um, drawing, but mm-hmm. you're just just being there, being near each other. Like there's mm-hmm. something special about that. Well, Karis, thank you so much for your time. Thank you for yeah. um, coming back to Central. Thanks and, for having me. Yeah. yeah. Um, we hope to see you around on campus more and mm-hmm. good luck to you and the church as you guys continue to navigate um, things with COVID and is there any way that we can be in prayer for you and for the church? Uh, sure. Just that, that we continue to seek, um, seek the Lord as we try to lead in a time such as now. Yeah, It's very difficult sometimes and it's mm. very confusing sometimes, but mm. God is not a God of confusion. So just pray that that we hear his voice very clearly amongst all the other voices. Mm, amen. Yeah. Well, thank you again. Mm-hmm. Thanks for listening to the Faith Friday podcast. Stay safe, have a great weekend, and thank God for Jesus.